Hey, what's up, everybody? Bang! Yes, this is a bang energy drink, Tyler. Thanks for spoiling the surprise. This is another episode of the PlayStation Report. <laughs> Not brought to you by Bang Energy, but I do have a bang energy drink here. I'm sure all of you have heard about this thing since apparently they had a booth at E3. <laughs> or they were selling energy drinks at E3 this year. It's weird, man. And now they've come local. I saw this at a gas station nearby, and I picked it up on my way here. It's peach mango flavored. It already smells kind of good. Um, I, I'm, ju- I'm just not sure how I feel about this because, as you've probably heard, this is illegal in Europe. <laughs> um, contains a substance called super creatine. Oh, Jesus. Um, All right. I mean, I'm going to go through the bullet points up top here. It has some, okay, BCAA aminos, you know, yeah. okay. Got got some amino that. acids in there. Ultra COQ10. What the fuck is that? I have no idea. And on the back here, we went over this before the show. Not intended for individuals under the age of 18. Oh, boy. Okay. I mean... There's no really enforcing that because no. there's no laws against buying energy drinks in the United States. I guess I'm going to try this damn thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, one that says a lot about E3, though. There's an energy drink booth. It's How's not it bad. Not yeah. bad. Tastes good? Yeah, it's it's a little bland, but I do taste the peach mango. The other flavor, I bought two of these because it was like two for three dollars. Mm-hmm. The other one out there is uh, unicorn flavor, and I have no fucking idea what that is. Yeah, I guess that's just sugar. Yeah, it's like cotton candy. I I don't know. If you read the ingredients for any energy drink, you would go, "What the fuck?" Probably, but there's some stuff there that I have never heard of in my life. But Mm. I won't say that I'm not curious. Like I'm very curious about it. I had one of those externs for the first time. Okay, one serving of Bang provides 300 milligrams of caffeine, so the same as that exdurance. Yeah. Which is the equivalent, uh, which is more than two cups of coffee. I usually drink more than two cups of coffee in the morning anyway, so I'm not I guess problem. we're on a pretty standard start for me. Yeah. How you been, buddy? I'm all right, just trying to get rid of this cough. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. It's, I, I felt completely normal for half of my week, and then for some reason yesterday it came back. So mm. I'm like, all right. Are you allergic what? to podcasting? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so I apologize the past two weeks, uh, any coughing that people might have heard. I'm currently, if I sound funny, it's because I have a cough drop in my mouth. I don't want to cough anymore. That sucks. Mm. But otherwise, yeah, that does suck. Right. it's been a whirlwind of a week. Oh, hell it's yeah, it has. I, th- I discovered yeah, this week that, that my true. car could have just totally fucked me any moment mm-hmm. on the road for like the past month it's been like this month and a half actually it's been been rough uh it's been yeah. riding rough it's been rough riding uh, that's that is a hell of a thing to hear yeah there there there's a part that i discovered is damaged severely and needs replaced and that if it goes that means i can't distribute any power to that wheel yeah which means i'm I guess that would mean that, man, I'm not sure if that would screw with my steering, too, if if that, imagine. if that, uh... Well, I would imagine you would lose power. Yeah, I would lose, no, well, I would lose right. pow- power going to that wheel. I'm not sure if that 
is the same as the steering there. I would definitely feel a drag because it's a f- all-wheel drive car. So mm-hmm. all three of my other wheels will be putting out power while that one is just dragging ass. Yeah. It would have been a bad scene. Yeah. I've lost powered steering before at a belt break in my oh, old blazer, yeah? and that shit sucks. Mm. One, my blazer got incredibly hot. Like, way hotter than it should be. And <laughs> yeah. then two, it was just a pain in the ass to drive. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I wasn't that far away from home. But yeah, that stuff sucks when yeah. that thing happens. But I've been driving this damn thing on the highway. <sighs> yeah. Going 70 miles per hour. Oh. <laughs> That's, Imagine that's if something insane. just snaps at 70 miles yeah. per hour when you're driving down the road. Yeah. That would be very scary. Mm. Indeed. I don't think my racing sims have uh, prepared me for that situation. <laughs> Generally, things work in racing sims. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tyler, let's talk about some of them video games. Yeah. Have you been playing any? I have. Yeah. I'll get to the, the last game I want to talk about. Um, been playing some DLC for some stuff, so just really quick, started that Lego DLC for Forza Horizon 4. Oh, yeah? Absolutely excellent. I am enjoying the com- fucking shit out of that so far. Very cool world. The way they've Legoized everything is very cool. Uh, and a lot of the courses so far I've enjoyed. Did you see the fingerprints on your car? That, that's one of the big sticking points with all the new Lego projects. People are getting so detailed that they put, like, f- fingerprints and smudges on the bricks. I'll have to look. I haven't, I haven't looked. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a really cool yeah. cool DLC. Basically, you're just trying to, to build stuff. Really? So it's, a, it's a building thing? Yeah. So you, you race, and if you complete the race, you get, like, 20 bricks. If you win it, you get 40 and you have to get a certain amount to build a house, and now I'm trying to build a car. Nice. So, yeah. It's a cool, cool thing if you're into that. Um, I started the second episode for the Fate of Atlantis DLC for Assassin's Creed Odyssey mm-hmm. called Torment of Hades. So, trying, because basically if I say anything about story, it, it spoils a lot about the first episode. All I'll say is you're in the underworld and mm. you have to basically get out of the underworld. And it's a pretty beautiful place. I will say it's interesting because the first DLC, you went to Elysium, which is a completely stunning place visually, lots of color and light. And this place is just dull and drab. I mean, it's the underworld. So it's an interesting like dichotomy there. Um, but so far, I kind of ran into some... Uh, not very nice dudes, you know, and and, and some inch, very interesting story moments that actually tie back to the base game with certain characters, and uh, so I'm really really enjoying a lot of those interactions so far. Also, this DLC starts off with a hell of a boss fight, one of my favorite boss fights in 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 this game. So, kind of starts out with a bang. Uh, there's there's these like. Uh, what are they like Tartarus rifts that basically uh, something happens now there's more people flooding the underworld and you kind of have to to seal them up your task mm. to do so so you basically those enemies can see you but you can't hurt them unless you enter this rift and then you can fight them sort of thing but then your health like you won't be regenerating health as much or you can't you can't heal yourself 
all the way. There's some restrictions on on yourself, so it makes it a little bit more intense. But it sounds like cool. they've gone full Witcher with the Assassin's Creed oh, with all the, with all these cool DLCs and stuff. Absolutely. I think these deal like I I can get it of someone saying I've played the base Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I put a hundred hours into it. I'm fucking done with this game. I've I'm exhausted of it. But man, these DLCs have been absolutely excellent. Ex- especially the fate of Atlantis, the legacy of the Hidden Blade. I really liked from a story perspective, but it didn't really take you to a ton of really uh, cool new cool new locations. Um, so at least if I was to say hop into one, it's this one, the whole fate of Atlantis. So I'm I'm looking forward to playing through episode two and i think there'll be one more episode and then it's that's it for Assassin's Creed odyssey so i think i'm somehow i mean it's a lot don't get me wrong but i'm only at 75 hours in this game so a lot of other people were like i'm at 125 or whatever i saw our buddy sam platinum yeah that was uh which is crazy i guess he likes that game yeah he's put a lot of time into that one like in order to platinum, you basically have one thing you have to do is discover every area in the game, including the sea. Oh gosh! So, yeah, he said he spent a lot of time just sailing, sailing. yeah, hours. So yeah, um, let's see what else. <coughs> you and I, we mentioned a little bit last week, but we started playing Resident Evil Two remake. Yes, we continued that. We did, and we had some very exciting things happen. Say we're probably what three hours in, maybe. Yeah. Three and a half. Yeah. Probably around there. Around that. Uh, I'd say one of the most exciting things that happened was we ran into our first big boss fight. Yes. And you were playing. You know, we're just taking turns, and uh, you ran out of ammo completely. <laughs> yes. And it turns out, all I needed to do after that was knife him once knife him right in the ass yeah and and he died it was that was very, very it was funny. funny because like the entire time i was trying to land every shot onto that eye and I, I was hitting a lot of them but then i i i ended up wasting a few shots that i kind of regret but then it was just a matter of one knife hit and it was mm-hmm. so funny because it was just like a little slash with the knife and then it goes to a cut scene mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah that was funny then we ran into some bad dogs. Oh, very bad dogs. We're still in the area. We're, yeah, we're bad still dogs. there. I don't like it. And we don't With really no have ammo. a lot of ammo. Yeah. <laughs> we need to find a shotgun, damn it. I know. There's a lot of things we might I need feel to go like back. we need to get. I wonder if we could get back to the police station. Well, we have some weapons we have, Yeah, we have a weapon locker key or something like that. Yeah. But I think that was for the police station. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're, yeah, we're going to continue that. I, we're definitely getting to the point, though, where I feel we're going to have that big guy chasing us around. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, we that game, I think when all is said and done, when we finish this game, honestly, it might be my favorite game of the year so far. It's it's very, it feels good to play, but then that, that atmosphere is just fucking crazy to me. Yeah. I honestly think it's probably creepier than Resident Evil 7. To me. Um, now, I know, you know, playing in VR is totally different, but to me, I don't know, there's there's something about walking through this police station that's just like, something's going to fucking pop out. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. Swamp Mansion is kind of creepy, okay? It is. With yeah. Th- these Both are creepy. Creatures. I'm not saying Resident Evil 7 wasn't creepy, 
It definitely had its moments, for sure. It had the. It, I feel like Resident Evil Seven was creepier because it had those characters, that family. True. That's true. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just walking through like a, like a fucking. You know, one of those areas where they like cremate bodies. Oh yeah, the morgue sort of thing. And you're walking there, and there's these dogs in cages, and you're like, those dogs are going to come out at some point, you know. Or you see dead bodies around you, like you're going to come alive, but you're not alive right now, and I can't do anything about it. It's like, uh, can I just like curb stomp them while they're down or something? (laughs) Just crush their head. I really wish we could, Um, but yeah, just. The exploration in that game is amazing. Mm-hmm. It feels really good. Of you know having things kind of click. Yeah, and the way it, like it marks stuff that you didn't get. Like, yeah. The way it like yep. tells you when you've cleared a room. I think yep. it, it's That's very smart. Very nice. Agreed. I, I want more games to do that, mm-hmm. especially like games that have an exploration aspect to it or a Metroidvania sort of sort of games. I think would be perfect for that sort of system um but just the way you know you you discover so much in the game and you're like i don't know what that does yet and then it's like aha Mm. you know i I like i like that spark creativity also i also think that these games are fantastic co-op games yeah you know even though they're not technically co-op they're very fun to play with another person yeah i'm looking forward to the rest of it I, I think that game goes places, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I never played the original back on PlayStation. So this is the first time I'm experiencing any of it. Um, like I said, I've only played Resident Evil 5 and 7. So that's kind of weird. Yeah, that is. That is <laughs> kind of weird. I played 4 for a little bit, but I never played through the whole thing. Well, now you could play 4 on your Switch if yeah. you wanted to. Well, I've drunkenly bought four five and six on an xbox oh okay when they came out what two three years ago i don't remember so i need to go back and play four for sure anything else yeah rage two. Oh, okay all right so i looked i just looked up how many missions there are i'm like okay not too many i'm getting close uh, I had three left, technically. No, four, technically. And I'm like, I'm going to pound this fucking game out the other night. Yeah. And I had to grind to get to level five with some factions or some of those characters, whatever you want to call them. Unlock those missions. Pounded out all three of the story missions. And, you know, some of those story missions were neat. Yeah. yeah some neat some- locations, some, some fun uh, kind of arenas, I guess. And I was I was enjoying myself, for sure. I think one thing that Rage 2 sucks dick at is... I forget which mission it was, but uh, you basically get to the end, and then it makes you backtrack throughout this facility to get out of it, but you have no map. I, at least, I don't think there is one of the actual facility. So I'm, I just spent probably 15 minutes trying to figure out where the fuck I was, just trying to get out of this place. It's like... Either let me just immediately fast travel out of it or give me a fucking map because there's just not there's not a very good method of, you know, kind of showing the player where they're at to me. So that that super frustrating. I also feel I got to I guess I need to 
which I'll get to this point, but I guess I need to just dig deeper into the game because I, literally all I have is the assault rifle and the shotgun and the pistol right now. That's really all you need. But I'm like, just, it would be nice to have the rocket launcher. Yeah, it's just getting a little stale. Anyways, so then I, I completed all those missions. I'm like, all right, let's do this shit. Let's finish this game. I have one mission left. And then I read you have to grind until level 10 with all of these guys. Am I correct in that? I, you know, I don't remember much of anything about that game now. I, I read that, you know, you, in order to unlock the final mission, every kind of faction, I guess, you have to get to level 10. And I immediately shut that game off, took it out of my system, and I'm, I'm literally trading that game in. I am not enjoying anything about the story. I'm enjoying the gameplay from time to time, but there is no reason for me to keep playing something that, like, I'm not... I'm not going to get anything out of finishing Rage 2. That sh- Rage 2 should have been a linear 9 to t- 10 hour game that costs 30 to $40. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I'm just, I don't, I don't want to go from enemy base to enemy base just blowing up fuel tanks or finding fucking storage bins and just shooting dudes. I mean, the shooting is fun, <laughs> but it's not... It's not like I haven't had a lot of moments where I'm like, fuck, yes, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm not engaged in the story at all. I think the story sucks. The characters suck. Like, I don't care about any of this stuff. So why why should I, you know, spend the three hours grinding all those up just to get just to be able to see credits to me? So I'm pretty much done with Rage 2. I'm all right. I've I experienced it. You know, I had moments of fun in it for sure I'm not mm-hmm. going to say that I didn't um, but it's it's definitely a disappointment to me because I thought it was going to be a lot better than it is and, and in my time I would rather be spent playing something that I like really am digging you know what I mean mm-hmm. so yeah don't rage too man I'm going to get rid of it fuck that shit probably going to just trade it in and towards one of these September games maybe yeah. I, yeah, I, I just put my store credit toward uh, Control. Yeah. Because I think that might be another game that I play through and maybe trade in. Mm. I can see that, but hearing good things about Control. Yeah. And Remedy's good. Uh, they make good games, so... I don't know. I don't think Rage 3 happens. I hope personally. not. I, I mean, if it, if it does, I hope it goes in a completely different direction. Yes. Yes. Me too. Like, I think the shooting just needs a little bit more refinement. Just the movement in general, I think, could use some more refinement. Exploration just kind of blows. The driving's not fun. The characters suck. The story sucks. The world's not super. Hey, maybe Rage should just maybe Rage should just kill Rage. Kill, just kill it. It, It's it's pretty much a worthless IP at this point. Honestly, I don't know anyone who's actually invested in that world. Correct. Like, I just don't hear anyone out there that's like, Rage 2 is the fucking jam. I love Rage. Give me Rage 3. You know, if people like Rage 2, they're mostly like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I like running around and shooting. They don't necessarily give a shit about, like, that it's Rage 2. You could say that about a number of games. And Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's pretty much all that I've played got to play this week so I'm gonna where are you with the messenger did you ever beat that no okay no I'm probably I'm over halfway through the first part where it's more just level to level to level 
okay. before it turns into like a Metroidvania. So that's another game. So basically, my thought process is right now, there's not really, besides Crash Team Racing tomorrow, which I'm stoked on, and Wolfenstein in July, there's nothing... I want to get control definitely at the end of August, but I don't know if I'll get it right away sort of thing. So there's really nothing besides those two games, which aren't big games, until September. Mm -hmm. So to me, I have the games that I have right now, and I'm just going to play the shit out of whatever I can. So I want to play more Messenger. I want to play more Sekiro. I want to play, you know, Beat Shadow of the Tomb Raider and and more Destiny 2. So got like a three-month period of just doing shit well you know you should tell me when you beat the messenger because i've got another i've got something for you okay uh so okay i guess i should disclose this i was a kickstarter backer for bloodstained ritual of Mm. the night hearing hearing some things i got that game this week yeah in the mail a physical copy you allowed to talk about it yes it's out it's out, out. Oh, it's literally out. Okay. Yeah. I just haven't. Seen I got the it a day. I got it like Monday, and it released on Tuesday. Okay. For some reason, I thought it was coming out tomorrow, like no. officially. In no. that Kickstarter, well, guys, we're getting. Who gives a shit? Early. This episode doesn't post till tomorrow yeah. anyway. Anyways, <laughs> all right. How's uh, I'm having fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it plays a lot more like a classic game than I thought it would. It looks like a modern game, but it plays like a classic game. Mm-hmm. Um, in that, like, a lot... It's a t- 2D game. Well, it pl- it plays like a 2D game, and um, there aren't really combos with, with your attacks. It's like mm. attack animation, attack animation. It isn't combo stuff like, you, like modern games are. But it does retain that feeling of the old Castlevania games by doing that. I like it. I'm enjoying it. There are some frustrating things. Like what? Um... The very first boss battle, which I'm not going to spoil what it is, there is an attack that there, there was a recent patch. I don't know if it if this fi- that fixed it, but one of the attacks goes through the platform you're standing on, so you can't really see where it is to time your jump to avoid it. Mm. So you just kind of have to get a feel for when you're supposed to jump to avoid it, gotcha. which is a little frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like a sweeping attack that goes along the ground, but instead it was going through the platform like and not you couldn't see it coming mm-hmm. but yeah that, other than that I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot I've only played about like one and a half two hours of it uh, there's definitely a lot of game there yeah um, it has it has a crafting system it has other modern sensibility modern game stuff in it um, yeah I, I think it is it looks good it plays like plays like an old game which is not bad like mm-hmm. those games kind of ho- still hold yeah, up it's what they were going for definitely i mean it's yeah. basically the same guy yeah and uh, so, yeah i i could i i would recommend this but then again if you don't want to trust me because i'm a kickstarter backer i understand yeah i'll let well, you borrow that game once you're done with the messenger sure since you're somewhat into those kinds of games now yeah i mean i enjoy them for sure um so you think they pulled it off I think so. Yeah. At least so far, I haven't like that. Right. I only played like one and a half, two hours. So. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad because I feel like this game was announced so long ago. Yeah, like, I think what, 20, 
14, 15, maybe 15 or 14. And it was supposed to come out in like 2017, maybe. And Mm -hmm. it got delayed so much. And it's, you know, some of the previews was like, eh, I don't, I don't know about it, but it seemed like they kind of pulled it all together and all those delays were worth it. Yeah, I guess. So that's cool. You know, I, I think too, you know, there's a lot of Metroidvania and, you know, just Castlevania like games in general. And, but there's no Castlevania games. Mm-hmm. You know, Konami doesn't make Castlevania games. They only re-release them. Konami know. doesn't make games. <laughs> no, they only re-release their old games. Or if they do, it's something like Metal Gear Survive, and that's not good. So I think there's gonna be a lot. Was Metal Gear Survive one. last year or this year? Last year. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, Ugh, that's a video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'll talk more about that game as I get further into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also started playing Dark Souls Remastered on PlayStation Four. Yeah. Got to I beat a few bosses, and I am enjoying that game a lot. I think I've really discovered this year that I really fucking love the from software games <laughs> yes, that's what so far like. I, i've beaten sekiro and bloodborne and now i'm working on dark souls and i'm loving it yep and god you gotta go through the whole trilogy you know i might just do that yeah but then again we have neo and neo 2 this year coming out this year and got the surge for free on uh, for playstation plus yep so i have i have a ton of those games in that are inspired by from software as well as uh the dark souls trilogy to play but yeah i'm having fun i so for people who are in the know i rang the bell on top of the church that's where i am okay fought a couple gargoyles gotcha what what with a big ass sword uh so it's there are starting classes that don't really mean much i chose the bandit because it had like the the most strength because i like to hit hard Mm mm-hmm I am running around with a giant claymore and a shield, so I'm wielding a giant claymore sword with one hand. <laughs> nice. You can you can actually wield weapons two-handed and put your shield on your back mm-hmm. too. So that that's an option. But yeah, I'm I'm having fun with that. I, I'm getting good with the parries. I feel like Sekiro has prepared me more for the for the rest of From Software games mm-hmm. with how much timing is in that game. So yeah, I'm. I feel like I'm gonna just blast through Dark Souls. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I've coming to pro. I'm I'm getting good, as <laughs> as people, as the gamers would say, I am getting good. Uh, I've also played a shit ton of Destiny too, uh, since so the seen. season of opulence has come aboard. I'm yeah. up to power level seven thirty six. Holy fuck. I think 750 is the cap at the moment. Wow. Nice. Um, yeah, I've done almost. I've done all of my weekly Iron Banner bounties, and I'm working on the Iron Banner Legendary quest to get the whole full armor set. Mm-hmm. Nice. I've reset my my uh, whatever rank, Valor rank, in my in the Crucible because of how much Iron Banner I've been playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I got been wanting to i just need to find a time to get around yeah. so we can play some fucking i have nasty. a few i have a few things that i'd like to have some assistance on i i am on the last step of getting thorn okay uh you have to do basically an upgraded version of the sabbathan song 
uh, strike. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's some stuff to do. Yeah. I unlocked the the forge on Nessus for the black armory. Okay. I gotta do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've just I, I'm have having you, so much fun with that. Game. Have you done any menageries? Yes, I've done some menagerie stuff. I have. I've almost fully upgraded my chalice. Nice. Wow. Yeah, you've played a lot of Destiny. I have. <laughs> I've I I've, strangely it comes to me in bursts when I want to play Destiny, and mm-hmm. it's just it's just one of those times. I think every time a new season drops, I get that urge to play a lot more because mm-hmm. there's new stuff. I found my new favorite weapon. The Cerberus. The Cerberus plus yeah, one. I love that thing. Yeah. It is. It wrecks so hard close range really in the Crucible. Does. Like it does. It, it almost feels unfair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like that thing. I got that thing a while ago. Yeah. I yeah. I just need to get around to it. But a lot of the changes that they're making at Destiny too is just yeah it's amazing uh, what you can do. I didn't when put you're it. Not, yeah, I didn't put it in sure. the list of news, but they're the way they're changing the uh, Eververse is really exciting. Yeah, it, definitely. It it definitely shows a commitment to making the game in their vision and separate distancing themselves from uh, their past ownership. Yeah. yeah, you can definitely see where, in my opinion, I think I mean it was obvious, but definitely where some of that influence was coming from, mm-hmm. and why some of those things were what they were. Yeah. You know, I'm very excited for Destiny and see yeah, what see definitely. what that team does n- when they're not bound to any higher power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really excited for uh, Shadow Keep. Yeah, oh, that's September, right? September 17th. Oh my god! I think I'm gonna I'm gonna probably be at the current max power level when that comes out. Mm. If I keep going on the pace that I am, yeah, right on. It's good stuff. Um, yeah, I've been playing. All, not. I, I'm gonna get off topic. Of, I I started. A, I started Animal Crossing New Leaf, and, and uh, I <laughs> totally blew up the village that I that I created like years ago and started over because I haven't played that game in years. Mm-hmm. I love Animal Crossing. I think one of the most underrated things underrated things about that game is the music. It just it's so soothing and yeah, it is. Uh, I like going to bed playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> and then I was also playing a lot of Breath of the Wild, too. Oh, Breath of the Wild's so good. It's fantastic. Yeah. How far are you? What's the um, last thing you've done? So right now I'm seeking out some of the memories. Gotcha. Um, it gave basically gave me the quest to go seek out the Divine Beasts, but mm-hmm. um, I'm just doing some shrines, getting some getting uh, some upgrades. Yeah. Powering up. Yeah. The sense of exploration and discovery in that game is completely unmatched to me. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that will get I rode a bear. Nice. I tried to take it to the stable and they're like, no, you can't keep this bear. <laughs> and that made me very sad. Mm-hmm. I, f- I found my first Lionel and got my ass kicked. Yeah. I heard rumors about that thing. They were true. Mm-hmm. That thing will put you on your ass pretty quick. Yeah, it will. There's, there's a lot of amazing stuff. I'm, uh, and I, when I think about Breath of the Wild, I just think of just that world. I mean, there's so mm-hmm. many just amazing locations that I just spent so much time in just figuring yeah, out. Yeah, it, it, has, it has one of my favorite maps. Like, it just... Yeah, absolutely. Like, every place feels distinct. Mm-hmm. And yet it all works together. Mm-hmm. 
it's all like one gigantic fucking puzzle for you to solve in, in a weird way. It's just, it's so masterful how they've designed that, that world mm-hmm. in that game. The last thing I've done in that game, I have the DLC for it. In the DLC, to start it off, you get a big fucking sword, but you get a quarter of a health. Oh. But that sword, one hit kill for everything. Mm. And so you have to go <laughs> around to these few of these camps to uh, clear them and then you unlock a shrine you have to do the shrine then you kind of just go through that and get stuff um, some of that stuff can be frustrating though <laughs> even mm-hmm. though it's one hit kill man when there's dudes shooting arrows at you and all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff it can be frustrating I have to get back to that game yeah I. that's another game that <laughs> In a weird way, Sekiro trained me for mm. with the dodging and parrying stuff yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. Although Nintendo's controls are really weird with that kind of stuff. Sometimes, yeah. The way you have to like lock on and then press the button while strafing and stuff like that. It's right. It's a little bit weird, but I'm getting used to it and I'm I'm having a lot of fun there. Uh, yeah. I, I think- hope that that sequel that they announced is not far away. Like. I don't think it'll be next year, but I don't know. Basically, they said that they're making that game because they had too many DLC ideas. So obviously, they're down the road to some extent. And we saw what we saw was like actual stuff. So I don't know. I'm hoping like a 2021 sort of thing might be a little too ambitious. I just want more Zelda. Yeah, it's not more. It's not a bad thing to want. Um, no. And then I guess lastly to round this off, because of my car troubles, I've I've fallen into driving cars in in uh, Gran Turismo Sport. Uh, they added a track, uh, the Circuit de la Sarthe, which is of course the track they use in the Le Mans 24 hour race. Mm-hmm. Timing was, you know, the Le Mans was last weekend. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess I know why they put that circuit in there. Um, it's a fun track to drive. Uh, yeah, I just I like driving in that and Project Cars too. I I'm pretty good. And then then uh, pretty soon here, F1 2019 is going to be out. Yeah. Yeah. God, it's a lot of good driving. Yeah, lots of good driving. And I think that pretty much does it for video games I've been playing, at least the ones that I can remember so far. I'm, yeah. We'll go over some of the games we're excited for later in the show. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on the horizon that I want to play. Mm-hmm. But I guess we should get into the news here. Uh, you put in the NPD numbers. Do you want to run us through those? Sure. The- NPD for May 2019 just kind of snuck out there. Uh, we'll get to the top s- selling games um, here in a second. <coughs> Some other stats, though. Uh, game sales reached $262 million in May, down 13% year over year, which <coughs> makes sense. There was a lot of big releases in 2018, first half, not as many in 2019. Um, so let's see here. Uh, May 2019 is the lowest month for May since May 1998. Oh, goodness. Crazy. Um, however, total game sales have reached $2.2 billion, which is up 2% year over year. Um, hardware 
though, is down. Uh, spending on all video game consoles dropped 20% uh, year over year. And total hardware spending is down 17%. Makes sense. I mean, consoles kind of sell less and less, but there's more of them out there. So there's more games that are going to be bought. So. Once yeah. we do the top 10 games of May 2019, you want to run them down? Oh, which list are we going to do? All platforms or PlayStation 4? What what what, what do we want to do yeah, here? Yeah, let's just do all platforms. Okay. May 2019. <coughs> uh, where do you want do you want me to just do the whole list yeah, here? Yeah, just do 10. Okay. At number 10, we have NBA 2K19, 9 Minecraft, 8 MLB the Show 19, 7 Red Dead Redemption 2, 6 Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Five Grand Theft Auto Five, already outselling Red Dead Redemption still. Yeah, no. Four Rage Two, three Total War Three Kingdoms, two Days Gone, and number one Mortal Kombat Eleven. So the top two there, same order as April. Mm. I then, maybe yeah, I need to get War. into that Total War thing. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see. Rage Two shouldn't be on that list. Yeah. Game makes me so mad. <laughs> makes me rage. One could say. <laughs> um, all platforms, year to date for 2019. It's a pretty interesting list. Number ten, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Nine, MLB 19 to show. Eight, Days Gone. Seven, Red Dead Redemption Two. Six, Smash Brothers Ultimate. Five, Resident Evil Two. Four, Anthem. Three, The Division Two. Two, Kingdom Hearts Three. And number one. The new number one for the best-selling game of 2019, Mortal Kombat 11. Wow. Guess, yeah. I guess MK's doing well. Yeah, I would say. That's that's pretty awesome to, to see a fighting game on top like that. And also, I just cannot believe that Kingdom Hearts 3 is outselling The Division 2. I know Kingdom Hearts 3 has, you know, there's a big fan base for that. It's going to sell a lot. But over The Division 2... I bet a lot of people bought that game because they're Disney fans and were completely confused by it. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> man, it just blows my mind, man. Well, I mean, Anthem on there, too. Yeah, I would like man. to know what the sales for Anthem have been since it launched. Because I feel like it probably is fucking tanked. Like, yeah. there was probably a ton of sales there in the beginning and then just has went down. Um, Resident Evil 2 deserves more sales, though. And Sekiro. Mm, yes. Yeah, that is yeah, some exciting stuff here. Uh, I guess while we're in the topic of business, mm -hmm. let's get down to business with how EA is defending their yeah. microtransactions. Oh, God. This article from Game Informer is titled, EA Tries to Rename Loot Boxes Under Government Scrutiny. And when I read this on... I first read a lot of this stuff on Twitter. Oh, God. I, I'm going to read this tweet from Nibelian that's he embedded here. EA's Vice President of Legal and Government Affairs refuses to use the term loot boxes in favor of surprise mechanics, compares them to Kinder Eggs, says they are not gambling, and quite ethical. Hey, hey. This is... God. And, yeah, th I, th I believe this happened in a hearing over in the UK. Yeah. Uh, where they're talking about... 
Yeah. It's, I think EA and uh, Epic were there at the hearing talking about right microtransactions in video games, loot boxes, and I guess now they're calling them surprise mechanics. Which I think is an awful name. And they said that, you know, they're, is actually quite ethical, quite fun, and enjoyable to people. And gamers actually like them. Like, to me, loot boxes are never fun. They never really have been. You know, the most fun I've had with them is Overwatch, but then it got to the point of kind of some frustration, mm-hmm. you know, during... Because there's of, just so much junk that you don't want. Exactly. During the events, you know, maybe you're like, I remember some of the early events. I was like, eh, I'll, I'll throw them $5. I'll get a few mm-hmm. loot boxes or whatever. And then you open them and you get fucking nothing. You get not even anything remotely that you wanted from the event. It's like, that's not fun. None of that is fun. None of this shit is fun. Um... I get there could be a rush when you finally get something that that you like and that keeps you going, but then that's kind of the whole mentality of it. It's just, to me, not very ethical. It's greedy. Mm -hmm. It's just business greed to me. That's how I. Yeah, and the way that they're talking about this definitely sounds like. Definitely sounds like them just trying to defend their business rather than actually talking about like the problem with loot boxes and right these so-called surprise mechanics i I refuse to call them that they're loot boxes fuck you exactly exactly you know they the term loot box has been looked at very negatively over the past year and a half two years and you know they're definitely just trying to change that narrative but i think using the term surprise mechanics is actually worse and i like this comment down here um we're looking at game four in our article and uh this guy says, except you don't have to buy a $60 carton for your Kinder Eggs. Mm-hmm. Dude, not wrong. Yeah. Not wrong. Uh, well, at least they gave some ammunition. They, they gave they gave a term that Randy Pitchford can use. Yeah. There are there no surprise mechanics in our game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. It's just EA. Like, they know they're in a sticky situation. They they were kind of the ones to really ramp up this whole is loot boxes gambling uh, talk, um, and the whole industry kind of turned to them. And now governments are getting involved; they're banning them, all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're just they're trying to defend themselves because this is their business. You know, yeah, FIFA Ultimate. I team mean, it doesn't have to so be though. Stuff. Like, if you don't pay your executives millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. You can afford to not have this kind of shit, but mm-hmm. they do pay executives millions and millions of dollars. Correct. Yeah. Uh, I would love to be a fly on the wall in a conference room for these conversations at EA of like them preparing all this stuff for these hearings mm-hmm. of like what they're actually thinking about and saying. I don't know. It's just stupid. Come on, EA. This doesn't help. You know, EA, people give them a lot of shit, but to me, like, they bring it all on themselves. Like, all of it. I mean, they they could just be a little bit better of a company, and and maybe they wouldn't be looked at like like they are. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just, they bring it all on themselves because of stupid shit like this. Yeah, these aren't drugs. These are experience-enhancing... Uh, substances. Yeah. 
exactly. And like loot boxes, like there is an inherent issue to that, you know, and you're trying to defend them. I saw another comment earlier, which I thought was really fun. Like EA is defending the loot boxes by saying they're ethical and they're fun. No one, no drug dealer that's gotten caught has been like, the kids love the fucking crack, man. Like, <laughs> that's basically the comment that I saw what it was saying. I'm like, yeah. dude, you're spot on. I mean, it's just so weird to, to defend them like that. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. And I, I hate to, to tie it into like E3 a little bit. I hate that that is a selling point at an E3 conference mm. or or in general of we're not going to have loot boxes like Avengers. Yeah. They talk about that like fuck that. Fuck you. That shouldn't even be something that you say or get applause for. It's like saying we're putting NPCs in our game. Like fuck you. <laughs> you don't get applause for any of this shit. You know, that should just be the norm. If you ask me. Yeah. Oh. It's frustrating. I hope I hope EA gets what's coming. To, I hope EA executives gets what's coming to them. Yeah. And I hope the game industry changes and, you know, the business model of games changes in a way that, you know, relies less on uh, these surprise mechanics. Right. Uh, the surprise that happened for me this week, though, is discovering that there's a beta for the Monster Hunter World expansion this Friday. A beta. I believe it's an open beta for everyone. Yeah. Available to PlayStation Plus subscribers. June 21st through... Uh, I guess this is Friday through Monday. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Friday through Monday. Um, yeah. Get to check out that Iceborne stuff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive into that. Oh, yeah. See, I'm going to be playing Monster Hunter Iceborne and watching Neon Genesis Evangelion at the same time. Is that an anime? Yes, that's that's the anime that's dropping on Netflix tomorrow. Oh, all right. You know, the one they were joking on, uh, about at the uh, giant bomb panel at uh, PAX East? Mm, I did not watch that panel, actually. <sighs> you sh- mm, that one <laughs> might be worth going back and... Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to do that. I finally today just got caught up on all their E3, E3 huh? po- yeah. or, uh, Giant Bomb at Night, which is really good. <laughs> I love the, the, I love the Adam Boyas bit. Yes. So good. So <laughs> fucking good. I loved all of it. Dave uh, Lang seems like a guy I'd like to work for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that's out there. Um, Square Enix has also come out with some news this week they they have um stated a commitment to making its uh library available digitally this uh is exciting to me because i like old square games like square enix has a lot of uh the defining games of like the early 90s or late 80s early 90s rpgs and stuff like that i hmm i would like to see this I've heard stories about them not managing source code very well. I've heard stories that the reason they didn't do Final Fantasy VIII until now is because they couldn't find source code for it. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Ah, uh, but yeah, I that's cool. 
it's cool. I, I look forward to seeing that available on devices that I can play it yeah. play them on. Uh, it, it doesn't hurt to make old games available mm-hmm. at all to maybe resell them. Now, Square Enix, though, haven't they, like, when they release some of their games for, like, iOS, they've been, like, super expensive. Yes. So there is that, but at least they're available. <laughs> it's better than them not being available at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I... I hope they come up with like a reasonable. Hey, here's a collection of this series mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like they did uh, that um, uh, Mana right. uh, remaster re-release yep. thing. On Do you his- think you know they're remaking Final Fantasy VII remake right now, which looks awesome. Who knows when the whole thing will be done. But do you think they'll ever remake any of the older Final Fantasy games? Or even maybe something like, say, I don't Chrono f- Trigger or something? No. No. I, I feel yeah. like things before... S- people love a lot of the Final Fantasies before 7. Mm-hmm. 6 especially. Right. That's what I'm thinking of. I don't think they'll do that. Because I feel like that is too much of a translation because of just the styles of those games and what they looked like and trying to modernize that. Mm-hmm. What about 8 or 9? Would be weird. I could see them doing 8 or 9. I could see them reusing the system that they're using for 7. Yeah. It seems like they're building an engine that could do that kind of work. Mm-hmm. Remakes like Final Fantasy 7 Remake, Resident Evil 2 Remake, um, the Crash Spyro stuff, like I am all on board for some of that stuff. Where's the Sly Cooper remake? Yeah, like, let's just, you know, go back and make these games fucking awesome. When is Insomniac going to make another Ratchet and Clank? I don't know, man. (laughs) I hope that's their next project. I hope so, too. I really do. But, man, that's Spider-Man. You know, they probably made a lot of money. and Yeah, they're probably going to make another Spider-Man. I can see them saying, "Uh, Ratchet and Clank's not as lucrative Just bring Ratchet and Clank into the MCU. (laughs) There you go. That would be an awesome fit. Have them run into, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Why not? Ah. That'd be fun. All right. I guess back to business here with Wolfenstein. They will have cosmetic microtransactions. Not really a big deal to me, but they exist. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess this was just a little clarification that there are going to be... There was evidence of, I guess, during their E3 demo that they were showing that there was this currency that people were seeing. So I guess they came out and clarified here that that stuff is to be used on uh, cosmetic stuff, which, fine. Yeah. It's not necessary. I don't know. It's it's weird for like a game that you play through the story and yeah. it's a first person shooter. So how much do cosmetics matter? Although right. it is a co op game. Yeah. Who knows? It's weird for Wolfenstein. They need to make money because they know Rage isn't going to pan out for its mm-hmm. continued content. Uh, Amazon has decided to use E3 as a kind of a smokescreen for them to lay off dozens of employees from their game studios. Uh, yeah. Isn't that a f- motherfucker to be working on video games and to be laid off during E3? Yeah. Yeah, that's a hell of a distraction. 
that's that's yeah that's shitty to me <laughs> to i mean it's it sucks that they got laid off that stuff always sucks but to try to hide it behind e3 i don't know amazon game studios what the fuck have they done i'm trying to think because i feel like they've had employees they've had some high profile talent in in you know all this engine all sorts of stuff but they just haven't really done anything with it i don't know i feel like it's just yeah didn't they bizarre. buy like CryEngine or something or like so, yeah a version like of that it? Hmm. yeah i don't know man yeah, I, Clint Hawkins, the guy that's directing Watch Dogs Legion, was working at Amazon for a little while. I don't know. I'm all right if Amazon's not in video games. Yeah, I'd be all right if Google weren't in video games, but I guess we're getting that anyway. Yeah, we are. We definitely are. All right. For those of you playing Bloodstained like I have been this week, there is some... Uh, Distressing news, to say the least. Uh, there is a bug in Bloodstain currently that can prevent progress that would require you to start the game over again. Um, let's. I'm I'm trying to get uh, down through here. So yeah, apparently there are chests that um, have items that you need to progress to the game, and there's a bug that is. Uh, Preventing you from getting these items. Mm. Uh, but also, there's a patch coming that uh, the 1.02 patch that will be delivered next week. So, I guess maybe stop playing for now and wait until next week for this patch. Mm-hmm. Um, they say that uh, this patch will preserve your progress so far. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I haven't run into this yet, but then again, I've only played one and a half, two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bloodstain is, of course, one of the games released this week. Let's go over all of the games coming out this week, because we've got a big one here. It's, it's kind of the image. But uh, you want to get us started? Sure. Let's uh, see how many there are. Um, oh, God. Another site extended on PS4. A teenager who has lost her sight, Kit, and a mysterious cat, Hodge, team up in a surreal fantasy adventure into the unexpected, both together and separately, each using their own unique talents to explore compelling environments and solve intriguing puzzles. Hmm. All right, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night is out this week on PlayStation 4, digital and retail. Igavania returns, play as Miriam, an orphan scarred by an alchemist's curse, which slowly crystallizes her body to save humanity and herself in the process. She must fight through the castle and defeat the summoner Jeebel. Bring them home on PS4. Bring them... (coughs) them home is an exciting puzzle game in which you must rescue little astronauts by being clever and imaginative since each astronaut has unique abilities complex puzzle worlds must be mastered to find a way out explore interesting locations activate and use different mechanisms to bring the brave heroes home all right next up is citizens of space 
Representatives of the Galactic Federation, thank you for having me here tonight to celebrate Earth's acceptance to, into this noble organization. It is an absolute honor to act as the ambassador of Earth, a most honorable role, and what's that? Earth is missing? All right. Crash team racing nitro-fueled baby digital and retail did not know it was coming out a day early on digital uh crash is back in the driver's seat get ready to go fur throttle with crash team mm. racing nitro fueled mm. it's the authentic ctr experience plus a whole lot more now fully remastered and revved up to the max the stakes are high and competitive competition is fierce it's a ctr you love now kicked in the highest gear you know, fur throttle makes a lot more sense now that I realize a lot of people who enjoyed that game are dads now. Mm-hmm. And that's a very dad thing to write in a description. Yeah. I'm mm. so fucking jacked for this game. I really yeah, We're going to have to hang out and race. Yeah. Get your fucking ass kicked, buddy. Are you sure about that? I've oh, been, I've been, sure I know that. how to stick to the racing line, man. Unless they changed the feel, which I hope they didn't. No way. It's muscle memory, baby. Okay. I wreck everything in this game. Okay. We'll have, we'll have to see about that. <laughs> but before then, let's get through this list. And next on this list is Crystal Crisis on PlayStation 4. An all-star cast of heroes has gathered to test their mettle in Crystal Crisis, a cute and chaotic new color-matching combat game. Crystal Crisis is presented like a one-on-one -on -one fighting game in which players attack by arranging colorful falling crystals and clearing them from the screen. It's the ultimate puzzle battle throwdown. Siberian, time-traveling warrior on PS4 and Vita cross by get the sword of ages travel to the future and try to live long enough to brag about it drawing inspiration from old school platformer Cy Siberian the time traveling warrior is an arcade title with some beat em up gameplay qualities mm. oh god oh. Tyler I forgot this was out this week yeah holy shit judgment on playstation 4 Digital this Friday, retail next week on Tuesday. From the team that brought you the Yakuza series comes Judgment, a gritty tale of disgraced attorney Takayuki Yagami in his quest for redemption. Haunted by his past, he takes up arms as a private detective, clawing his way through Kamarocho's underground crime network to investigate a string of grisly murders. Right on. You got Hopping in that one, maybe? Mm, yeah. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> I did not know this was coming out. Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams Don't Dry on PS4. Uh, uh, Larry's new adventure takes him, whatever route or twist of fate, from the end of the 80s directly into the 21st century, and wow, has the world changed. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Some know. things the world should needs. just... Leisure Go away. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Luna is the next game. <coughs> Available on PSVR, PS4. A Bird's Peaceful Summer Slumber. I, I don't know why I paused there. Is disturbed by the majestic call of a mysterious owl, enticed to swallow the last piece of the waning moon. Bird is blown far from its Golden Gate home. 
unscramble celestial puzzles, and create miniature musical worlds. Luna is an interactive fable about learning by the light of unexpected mistakes. Mars Alive on PlayStation VR. Mars Alive is a survival PSVR game in an open world. After a terrifying explosion, the whole colony was destroyed. As an astronaut staying on Mars, explore the planet and collect resources to survive in this brutal world. Reveal the truth behind a civilization on this red planet, which is full of mystery and conspiracy. Mm. I guess we're sticking with VR here for a little bit because uh, the next game is on PSVR Mini Mech Mayhem. Join your little mech buddy to plan a flawless strategy, then marvel at just how wrong you were. Not to worry, play some power actions to get your team back on track, or dare to trust in your instincts and crafty skills and pull off a stunning win. Project Lux on PlayStation VR. Our story takes place in a court trial set in a futuristic world where most humans have cyber brains. The defendant on trial is an agent who coordinates with artists to create the data for the cyber brains to interact with people's emotions. The jury has to investigate what really happened by relieving the memory data of the defendant. This sounds like some Black Mirror shit. But it's anime. Oh, I was going to say this sounds anime as fuck. It does. But also this could totally be an episode of Black Mirror. Hmm. <laughs> Again, with PlayStation VR here, Slumball. Slumball is a physics-based paddleball game with an objective to collect as many points as possible. Slumball is a fun way to exercise and gain coordination without even realizing it. Underworld Ascendant, PS4. Enter the Stygian Abyss, a dangerous, highly interactive dungeon world. Mix and match dozens of combat stealth and magic skills to develop your own unique style of play set out on more than 70 quests earn rewards and unlock skills become the ascendant Hmm. and finally vacation simulator on playstation vr welcome to the vacation simulator a rough approximation of vacation inspired by real human not jobbing brought to you by the same robots behind the job simulator reallocate your bandwidth and get ready to splash s'more snowball and selfie your way to optimal relaxation say bloodstain crash and judgment are the bigger games this week Mm -hmm. not bad for the first week after E3. Not bad at all. Uh, got other stuff. Uh, I guess PlayStation Video has a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure set 004. I think yep. that's a movie? Yeah. Um, yeah, there, there's stuff out there, but Tyler, let's talk about stuff further out there. Yeah. The 2019 video game release schedule here. We're working off of the information provided by Game Informer. And I guess we're in June now. It's June. Fuck. Yeah. God damn. All right. I'm scrolling down. So we've only got one week left in June here. And, uh, I, th- I say we go down here and just, if we see something, say mm. something. Yeah. Samurai Showdown is a fighting game mm-hmm. out next week, June 27th. 
And then also next week is F1 2019. Yeah. Super Mario Maker 2. Yes. Which could be cool. Also, The Sinking City comes out next week. That looks interesting. Yeah. At least. It does. See how that one pans out, but... And then July. July has some games. Namely, uh... A DLC, an expansion for Final Fantasy XIV, Shadowbringers. Mm-hmm. First week of July, July 2nd. Yep. And then... Hmm. Got Stranger Things 3, yeah, the game, coming out the same right. day as uh, the season, which that game does not look good to me. But we'll see. We'll see. Whatever. Uh, sea of Solitude, out yeah. July 5th. Yep. That looks yep. interesting. Yep. Um... Let's see here. I mean, Dragon Quest Builders 2 could be cool. Yeah. It had a very, very long trailer. It did. Three. Very long trailer. Also, I'm hoping that Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 on the Switch is good, but we'll see. Um, yeah. I liked those games back in the day. Kind of stinks that it's a Switch exclusive, though, but yeah. whatever. But then, then in the month... Yeah, July 26th is a, is a pretty big day for me, at least. Yeah. I mean, I know you're interested in one of these games, at least. Fire Emblem has always intrigued me. I just never played one. Well, now that it's on the Switch with Fire Emblem Three Houses, do you think you'll take that dive? Maybe. Well, and then I'm also playing the other game. Yeah. <laughs> the also, also we have a co-op game to play in Wolfenstein Young Young Blood. Yeah. Oh, looking man. forward to that one. And then August. God. It doesn't so many, slow down, man. So many good games. Of course, Madden NFL uh, Twenty. Out August 2nd. Yep. Rad from Double Finds out August 20th. Yep. I played that at PAX East. It was fun. Yeah. May, one of the last games, maybe, from Double Find to be on PlayStation. I mean, there's Psychonauts 2. Yeah. Who knows what else, but since they've been bought up by Xbox. There's a Yu-Gi-Oh! game coming out. Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, Legacy shit. of the Duelist. Oh, shit, dude. I wish they would just make another game in the same style as uh, Duelist of the Roses, mm-hmm. but uh, this is probably not that. Yeah. And then uh, episode four of Life is Strange 2. Epi- uh, yeah, episode four of Life mm-hmm. is Strange 2 on August 22nd. <coughs> it's another thing I need to get around to play since yeah. the first two episodes are on Game Pass on yeah. Xbox if you want. Um, Oninaki from Square is out August 22nd. And then Control, August 27th. Yes. Shenmue 3 got delayed. I don't think that's coming out. But then, wow. Astral Astral Chain? Yeah. Wow. From Platinum? Yeah. yeah. That looks cool. And the Blair Witch game. Yes. And also Man of Madon um, from Supermassive. Yeah. Who did Until Dawn. That game looks cool, and I did not know it was coming out the 30th. Also, Ancestors to Humankind Odyssey, if you want to play some monkeys. Oh, shit, yeah, that is that game, huh? 30th's kind of... That week there is pretty pretty stacked. But, yeah, for me in August, Control looks cool. Man of Madonna, I think, could be cool. Yeah. Chain. yeah, I've already got a, I've got Control pre-ordered. Oninaki also interests me. And, of course, I have... I bought the whole pass for Life is Strange, too, mm-hmm. so... All right, here's what shit gets real. September. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, God. East football has 2020. That's what I'm looking forward to. Just kidding. 
You're mm. jacked about Monster Hunter World Iceborne September 6th, I bet. Yeah, that's sooner than... I thought that was later than that, but... Uh, yeah, fuck, yeah. Um, I'm in for that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Gears 5 September 10th. Uh, Mech Warrior 5 yes. September 10th. Borderlands 3 September 13th. Yeah, same day as Damon X Machina. In the and Grid, grid the new from- Grid game. Yes. Oh my God. Destiny 2 Shadow Keeps, September 17th. Looking forward to that. Uh, Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch, remastered, September 20th. Uh, Zelda Same Link's day. Awakening, yeah. September 20th. What the hell? Although, then the new Contra yes. game, Contra Rogue Corps. Oh, that's coming to PS4? On PS4, Xbox oh, One, and Switch, September 24th. I thought 24th. that was only going to be on Switch because it looked so fucking bad. Mm. And then Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 3. Yeah. On the 24th. Surge 2, the 24th, if you mm-hmm. want some Dark Souls action. And if you want to stick with that kind of action, Code Vein on the 27th. Yeah. Same day as FIFA 20. <sighs> Trying 4, September 30th. God, September is packed, dude. <laughs> so... Yeah. There's four games there that like I absolutely want to play. That's Zelda, Gears, Destiny 2, Borderlands 3. Um, but, man, I, I mean, Monster Hunter World, that'll be a big deal. Um, you know, Damon X Machina could be neat. I don't know. We'll see on that one. Um, but the Surge 2, Code Vein, get some Dark Souls action there. I'd like to see what they do with Grid. Cool. Yeah. There's so much happening in September. I did not realize there was that much happening. That's... But and Tyler, it doesn't October. doesn't stop there. Ugh. I don't feel like this is um, updated. Or I feel like there should be more here. Well, I mean, based off of what we saw at E3, this is how it was kind of panning out. Oh, yeah. Huh. October has this weird, like, there's some stuff, but not that much stuff. It's mm. all in September and November. Yeah. All right. So I guess quickly through October. First thing out, October 4th, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. And yeah. then we have to wait almost the entire month for stuff to come out. And it's on the 25th oh of October, three games launch. One game survive. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Medieval, and The Outer Worlds all launch on October 25th. Wow. Now, all these are for very specific audiences. But Medieval is going to get fucking pounced on. I feel like Medieval wasn't going to do Crate anyway. Only people who have fondness for the PS1 game mm-hmm. are going to get this anyway. And Probably. they're not going to be swayed by whatever else is. It just sucks that the Outer Worlds launching the same day as Call of Duty being a new IP. I think it's going to Different do game. well. Yeah, sure. But And then uh, I don't know what Moons of Madness is, but that's a game coming out on Halloween. Yeah. And then November. Oh, November. Just Dance 2020. Oh, fuck yeah. Coming to PS4, Xbox One, Switch, Stadia, and the Wii. Not the Wii U, the Nintendo the Wii. Wii. Yep. Yep. Then Planet Zoo, if you're into Zoo Tycoon. Yep. It's basically that from the creators of uh, Planet Coaster. Who basically copied off of Roller Coaster Tycoon or improved on that? So yeah, if you want to go in that direction with those games, yeah, big one. November eighth, 
Death yeah. Stranding. We're yeah. going to finally play that game. It's a big one for PS4. It's a Jumanji video game coming out November 15th, the same day as Pokemon Sword and Shield and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. That's a pretty stacked day because those Pokemon games are looking good. No, that, okay, so this is three weeks in a row for games for me. Yeah. Death Stranding, Pokemon Sword, Sword or Shield. I think I'm going to get uh, Shield. Um, and then there's there's Star Wars on that day too I might get that but then the week after that is Doom Eternal yep. like three weeks in a row is at least one game each week that I want to get yeah I mean it's you know we looked at September September is like the month I think this year then there's not a lot I mean I hope Death I, I hope Death Stranding's a 12 hour game so I can pound through that yeah that would be nice I'm but knowing Kojima it's probably a 40 to 60 hour game yeah definitely definitely I'm interested in Ghost Recon Breakpoint, but I can probably wait on it a little bit. Yes. So then, to me, it's, you know, the Outer Worlds is looking cool. Modern Warfare could be awesome. I want to see a lot more of it. But So then that's kind of doubling up on that day. Then you get to November, which three weeks in a row, it's just... And then the sole thing we know about in December is Life is Strange 2 Episode 5, which, of course, I'm already committed for. Yeah. Uh, Some things unannounced... Well, no announced release date. Yes. Yeah. I mean, another one to throw in there, probably October, For if you're interested, is Luigi's Mansion 3. They did say that was a 2019 game. Um, Battletoads is somewhere up there. Yeah. I don't know. I thought we got oh, there's a, a Oh, Concrete Genie has a release. I think that's coming out in August. I thought... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I thought they that. already uh, announced a release date for that. Mm-hmm. There is... Um, a uh, new ukulele game coming out. It's like a side-scrolling 2D game. Um, more 2D. So that, I think, is coming out this year. Yet. Um, hmm. Apparently they don't have a release date for this yet. Yeah. Huh? Iron Man VR for PlayStation VR. I think that could be a pretty big title for that. Um, well, let's see. Just looking at things that I've definitely heard darksiders genesis is supposed to come out this year yeah that diablo like game yeah uh i'm sure there'll be a lot of other a lot of other stuff but man it's it's a pretty packed rest of the year i think it is i think a little bit lighter than last year maybe but uh there's definitely plenty of stuff absolutely absolutely saying light is like yeah yeah, there's, it's not light on my there's wallet. There's seven <laughs> games I'm interested instead of ten. You know. <laughs> like, all right, you have to. If you had to pick three games from here to the to the rest of the year, what are they? Well, I've already bought into Life is Strange, so it's kind of hard to. All right, don't don't count that one. Don't I've already count, bought that. Don't count Control. Okay. Because you already put stuff towards that. If I had, hmm. if you had to pick three video games, the rest of the year you couldn't get anything else. If I had to do that, I'd be waiting until November, and I'd be getting Death Stranding, Pokemon Shield, and Doom Eternal. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, Doom Eternal, definitely for me. Death Stranding, I think out of sheer curiosity. And I'll go with Borderlands 3, because I like Borderlands. Mm. There's a lot to it. But thankfully, we don't have to do that. No. 
and we'll be talking about these games as they come out throughout the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for this summer where there's not a ton of stuff coming out and I can just kind of catch up on a lot of things and then the flood of all all the new stuff. And then it really doesn't slow down as we get into 2020 because there's some really huge games early 2020. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's going to be an exciting... You know, and before you know it, we'll be talking game of the year 2019. Yeah, we will. Honestly, we will. I need to review. Some, I need to like update that list that we made. That uh document. Yeah. yeah. Shit. There's only a few games that I've played this year that I would definitely put on that list. Hmm. I think. All right. Well. I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, if you need to get in contact with us, you can do that via email at playstationreportpodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at psreportpodcast. Give us ratings, reviews on your podcast out of choice, and share us with your friends. If you need to get in contact with me, you can do that at the Arctic Sloth, or you can find Tyler at Plugged On Vids. Tyler, anything for the people? Not too much. Mm. Nope. Alrighty. Well, until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Don't cough.